This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old Trailblazer, riding out again on old Dan, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. Got a little frog in my throat this morning, so you bear, bear with me a minute. <coughs> Maybe I got out in the early morning dew a little bit too early this morning. Kind of caught a cold a little bit. But we're bringing you this series of studies now on the blood in the Old Testament, and we've come there to where the... Uh, death angel had come through the uh, land of Goshen, all the land of Egypt, and struck every firstborn of every man and woman and child, every animal, all everything in there, the firstborn. And we saw that in our last study, and we come to that portion where we said that a ransom's been found. Isn't that grace that our the, the, the children of Israel, the Hebrews, there was not one of those souls uh, taken out that night. And I often, I often like to fantasize a little bit. I believe there were some of the Egyptians that found out what was going on, and they may have come there and got behind the blood. We leave all that in the Lord's hand. But here we are now. We saw where that Christ, it, it typified Christ being buried and risen uh, there on the cross. And uh, now let's go back and look. The bugle was sounded, the march began. They were told to be ready to go. They had everything packed, ready to go. In three days, they found themselves at the Red Sea, hemmed in on the right, uh, hemmed in on the left, and confronted with the impassable Red Sea. They came up to the Red Sea. Have you ever came to a Red Sea, my friend, in your life? It seemed like everything was impossible for everything. There they were, redeemed by their blood, but Satan was not going to let them go. No. Old Pharaoh and his army pursued close on their heels. And I tell you, awakened sinner, how often, how often have you pled the blood? You have come to believe that Christ died for you? Listen now. Listen. You've come to believe and to see and to know that Christ died for you and then look for him to complete uh, your complete deliverance. There they stood. Pillar of cloud rested behind them, and the Lord protects his own day by day, week after week, year after year. Everything was dark. Seemingly, they had no hope. They cried unto the Lord for deliverance. Every man, I believe, I believe the Lord gives us grace to cry out to the Lord. And uh, everything was dark. Moses stretched out the rod across the sea, and the breath of the nostrils of God divided the waters congeal them in their depths and made dry land. I've had so many folks in my past life have made fun of that, said, oh, no, never did happen. That was just all, but my friend, God's word, we have God's word. That's what we have. That's what we go on, the word of God. If you don't believe God's word, you don't have anything. I tell you, and folks make fun of the Bible, and I hold it here in my hand. I said, this is God's word. Believe it and be saved. Disbelieve it and go to hell. Disbelieve it and go to hell for your trouble. And I have folks take issue with me for that, for even making that statement. But look, listen, uh, Moses stretched out his hand, stretched out his rod over that uh, Red Sea, and the Lord congealed the waters. They just stood back and stood up, and the pillar of cloud came and settled over them. They marched through the Red Sea victorious, and God delivered them by blood and by power. He brought them safely through. They came out safely on the other side. Not only, and the, and the scripture says, uh, dry land. It wasn't a muddy, sloppy mess. No, it was a dry ground. He brought them safely through and not only redeemed them with his blood, but delivered them by his power. 
according to 1 Corinthians 2.4. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. Who hath de- And Romans 1.16 says, Who hath delivered us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. I asked you uh, at this time, you know, when the Lord was on the cross, he prayed that prayer, Lord, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Do you know, do you, do you stop and realize that your sins have been forgiven, believer? Does, that, does, does it not dawn on you that, that there's no sin registered in heaven against you? Past sin, present sin, future sin. And then you can't rejoice in that? Thank you, Lord, for saving a poor old soul. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me. I stand forgiven, my friend. Oh, my friend, I see. I see the old trailblazer see what a wretch he is, more sinful than he ever was before. But those sins are under the blood. Salvation is by blood and by and salvation is by power. Have you been delivered? I asked you this morning, tonight, early, whatever time of day the old trucker out there on the highway, or or can can you can you can you uh, uh, just ride along there and say you've been delivered? Have you, have you, are you saved? Well, I joined the church. I didn't ask you that. Well, I made a decision for Jesus. I didn't ask you that. Well, I spoke in tongues. I didn't ask you that. I asked you, are you looking to the Lord? Salvation is by blood and by power. And what a gracious day it is when the Lord delivers that individual. Only the power of God can snatch a sinner out of the hand of Satan and bring him across the Red Sea, as it were, and make him what? A child of the Lord. Are you a child of God? Are you a child of God? You say, well, trailblazer, uh, you, 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 make me, you, get, you make me angry with you for questioning my salvation. No, I don't question it. The Bible says make your calling and election sure. Sure. Have you ever done that, my friend? Have you ever made your calling and election sure? Let me call your attention to this. You have no record that the Jews praised the Lord until they were on the other side of the sea. Red Sea, and as they sat there that night, the night of death, and ate the Paschal lamb, they were not rejoicing, but oh, my friend, when they got on the other side, they began to rejoice. So remember, salvation is by blood, and salvation is by power. It's not until you are completely delivered from the power of Satan, and it dawns upon your poor soul that that power of sin is broken, and you are translated or made a new creature in Christ, that there comes a peace to your heart and to your soul. Then we rejoice around that sacrificial lamb. Make merry, sing praises that God has defeated our enemy. And I stand under that cross of the Son of God this night, this morning, whatever time, and look at my sins and dare them to destroy me. I look at Satan and, and dare him. Why? Why? Because I'm standing under the blood tree, my friend. Oh, the blood tree where the cross, where the Christ was crucified, buried and risen, and now ascended back unto the heavenly Father, interceding for a poor old sinner like me. Now, I praise the Lord for the blood, don't you? Don't you praise the Lord, my friend? I asked you this morning, tonight, whatever time, do you have a substitute? You say, well, I don't have a clue what you're talking about, Trailblazer. I just joined the church when I was about 15 years old and baptized, and preacher told me I was saved. 
but you begin to make me doubt whether I'm saved or not. Well, if the Holy Spirit is probing your heart, the, the, the Bible, there's, there's lots of ways to find out if you're saved. Folks ask me that. said, how can I tell if I'm saved? Well, it's the simplest way that I know how. You go in the bathroom, look in the mirror, and say, am I saved? Am I saved? Am I? Am I? The Bible says any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Yes, you say, am I a new creature in Christ? Do I have a new heart? Let me ask you that. Do you have a new heart? Are you still that old, hateful, spiritual, hateful, hateful spirit? That old stingy, uh, roused about, or old like the like the woman I told you about that lived out there somewhere and and it was a hell devil and run the whole household and run it and her husband and children and everything and said the Lord got a hold of her and saved her and, and said that. Before she was saved, the cats would go out one door and dogs would go out the window and the kids would go out the back. But when the Lord saved her, she was a new creature. And she'd be sitting there at the dinner table sometime and that old human nature would rise up and she'd know it was coming and she'd get up and go in her room and close the door, get in the closet and close the door and say, Lord, don't let that thing come back. That's what a new heart does, my friend. I told you the other day, the old yellow dog in the backyard know when you get saved. And I give you this example. You go out the back door, you know, mean cuss, you poor old, old, old blue would be laying on the back steps and you'd give him a kiff, swift, swift kick to the rear and give him a cuss or two. But now if the Lord saves you, no, you're a new creature. He'll know when you come out that door. Come on, blue, let's go. Come on, blue. Come on over here by me, Blue. Let me pat you on the head. That's that's a simple thing, my friend, but that's a good experience. Can you tell? Can't you tell when an individual has a new heart? The whole spirit, everything changes. I know, I know, my friend. If you can't look back and see where the Lord has brought you from, you're not saved. Well, did the Lord, uh, I made a decision for Jesus in that salvation. No, no, that's not salvation, my friend. That's just a trick of Satan. Satan doesn't care how many decisions you make just so you don't come to Christ begging for mercy, crying for mercy, confessing your sin, looking to the Lord day by day, walking in God's will. Satan, Satan wants you to, to honor and glorify him. And that old, and, and, and oh, but my friend, how, how, many, how many of us know anything about salvation? I tell you, it's the greatest thing in this life to come to know the Lord. Can you, can you say that, my friend? You say, well, what is salvation, trailblazer? Trusting the Lord. Get up in the morning, you trust the Lord. Go to bed at night, you trust the Lord. Go to work, trust the Lord. If things, things don't work out right, you trust the Lord. No more of that uh, chomping at the bits and cussing and snorting and raising sand, my friend. I know what kind of world we're living in. We're living in Satan's territory, that's why. Satan is just about 99, uh, 44% uh, in charge, my friend. He is. Just about everything is under his dominion. From the highest man in this country to the lowest one, just about under the control of Satan. And uh, one of the days, one day the Lord's going to pick us up who know the Lord. His children are going to pick us up. Come on, let's go. And then if Satan and the Christ will take over this old world and uh, for seven years or so. And, uh, oh, what a time that will be. I'm glad I won't be here. You going to be here, my friend? You say, no, I won't be here. Well, on what basis? Is it the basis that Christ died for you? Or is it that you made a decision for Jesus and joined the church and, and uh, did all those things? The Lord says he came not to call the righteous. Is that what you're banking on? You say your trailblazer, you're all over the place this morning. You're everywhere around the clock. Well, the old trailblazer is just a poor old sinner saved by grace. And I don't know how to 
preach or how to teach or how to do anything. But I know one thing, Christ died for sinners. And that's what the Lord commissioned me to tell you, tell our folks, Christ died for sinners and gave his very blood, the blood, a precious blood. We sang that song here, precious blood. And my friend, uh, I wish I could tell you what, what the, how the Lord saves a sinner, but I can't. Would you, would, you, would you just ask the Lord to show you, show you yourself first of all, and then show you that Christ died for you? That's what salvation is. It's a deliverance from sin. No more. You don't live in sin after the Lord saves you. Oh, no, no. You don't, you don't wallow around in the hog pen after you get up and get out of there. You don't go back. You don't want to smell that hog pen no more. But, my friend, it takes grace. It's all of grace. Isn't, that, isn't it grace that the Lord loves sinners? I praise the Lord that he saved this old sinner. And I, I know he'll save you if you'll trust him. I have folks that just won't trust the Lord. They, oh, I can't trust the Lord. You can. You just won't. The Bible says, in one place, ye willed or not to come to me. W-I-L-L-E-D, ye willed not to come to me that you might have life. But the old trailblazers are running out of time so quickly, and I wish I could hear from you. Let me hear from you. Would you do that? Help me with the broadcast. And then go there to my website, radiomissions.org, and uh, look up what you can find there, our radio schedule. And, and then remember my mailing address. It's the old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And um, my phone number here at the office, let me give you that right quickly. It's 225-664-8658. And you call me anymore, and most of the time I'm here. And if I don't miss you, if I miss you, I'll call you back. And remember, pray for me. Goodbye, and God bless you.